0: Uh, Hi, this is Saturday Night High, the podcast um, hosted by me, Steph, and you, Gilda.
1: (laughs) Yes, Um, we get high and we talk about Saturday Night Live, and tonight we are talking about Season 47, Episode 17. It aired on April 9th, 2022.
0: It was hosted by Jake Gyllenhaal, and the musical guest was... Camilla Cabello, um, yep. and, you know, I haven't really, you know, kept up with her at all since she, her dramatic break with Fifth Harmony or whatever the fuck, I don't know, because um, <laughs> I, did, I did actually, I, I liked Fifth Harmony, her solo career, I don't know, this is all new to me.
1: Yeah, this was a topic of debate last night on the Struggles post-show chat, and how, like, it's, I think, Normany? normani
0: um well there's a, there's a whole other yeah yeah normani but there's a whole other the, the oh, set of no, girls i, I don't oh, know no, a way, just... it
1: was like the whole she should have been the one that had the breakout and then it was like beyonce is blacklisted her oh my god so she's threatened. yeah there's some drama anyway so we kick things off um with our cold open uh, it was Katanji Brown Jackson, portrayed by Egon Wodum, and we had James Austin Johnson as Biden. Uh, this was, yeah,
0: the Cold Open had really a stacked cast. Chloe uh, Fineman was in there, uh, Kit McKinnon, Kit, Kit, everyone came out. Even Punky Johnson, um, who I feel like we haven't really seen too much lately, but she did have quite a few uh, appearances last night.
1: Yeah, she did. Uh, she portrayed Harriet Tubman. Chris Bread portrayed Jackie Robinson uh Kenan Thompson was Thurgood Marshall although I'm pretty sure there was a joke in there that was supposed to be like Clarence Thomas or something of the sort I don't know he's like yeah yeah that's who I am and I don't know he comes in and he's like did I miss the Ginsburn and I fucking laughed but yeah
0: he did in fact miss the Ginsburn um very just it's kind of crazy seeing like Kate, this customer who's been here for so long, play this woman who's literally dead. Um, but you love to see it, honestly. Like it it kind of like was nostalgic to see.
1: Any chance to dust off uh her RBG, she will. <laughs> God, yeah. Um it was a very generic political cold open. It wasn't standout, wasn't terrible. Although I saw someone online comparing that when Olivia nope not Olivia she played Olivia Pope when Kerry Washington hosted um they basically they had to joke or they made this joke about how like there weren't any black people in the cast and Kerry Washington was like switching costumes to portray every black person and then it was just like oh god damn like look at the fucking diversity of this cast now like I'm not saying it's or it should be but it's damn it's better
0: they definitely have made some improvements
1: uh yeah
0: but then we have fucking Jake Hall hosting um not saying that that's not an improvement but it's not not an improvement I don't know if that made sense um <laughs> I just don't get good vibes from this man in general so having him host was tough for me personally um but this is second time hosting yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know he just gives me like turns on the charm vibes and Mm. i don't love that um
0: like was he acting in nightcrawler i don't know i don't know
1: well and that's kind of it it's like i'm sorry you were able to channel that a little too well sir like yeah it was unsettling um although i did enjoy his bit about you know how he used to be method now he's just like this is a silly job And I told the director that I was going to show up 40 pounds thinner and I was going to win the Oscar. And a week later, I was like, how about 30 pounds and a Golden Globe? And then I showed up to set 10 pounds heavier and I didn't care about awards anymore. Yeah, I don't know. He was he's Jake Gyllenhaal, but there's just something smarmy.
0: And he sang a song in this monologue. Uh, we had Ego Wodum, Chloe Feynman, and Cecily Strong do a little backup um, to this.
1: It wasn't even that, because he was talking about like the last time he hosted was 15 years ago, and he was promoting a movie where he played a gay cowboy. Here he is in the monologue in full drag, and that's the thing that his, that's like the least, the thing that's aged the best out of that episode. And, Yeah. <sighs>
0: Definitely believe that.
1: My mother did not know what, she thought Brokeback Mountain was just like a cute love story between two cowboys. she brought me and a friend to sing it. Yeah, she had no clue. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, I think we were like 14. (laughs) But yeah, it was the Celine Dion song that people on TikTok go nuts for. Like, when you touch me like this, and when you hold me like that.
0: yes um the first sketch of the night was a keenan thompson game show um called why'd you like it and we had contestants chris red chloe fineman and jake gyllenhaal who i mean okay this was like a pretty like it was kind of like a predictable sketch quite dirty um
1: (laughs) i mean chloe fineman saying cut to 20 minutes later we're raw dogging (laughs) in a starbucks bathroom i fucking laughed so hard because she's she's starting to branch out into like a year ago she not she would not have said that on live tv but no she is even though she's a fucking scientologist (laughs) she's growing on me
0: yeah that was pretty great um, and I just also loved how it was, like, sh- she, like, this, like, five-year-old picture of her ex's sister. That's some shit I would do. Easily. Oh, like...
1: Shit I have done. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Insta's basically just for flirting with unattainable people. That's what I use it for.
0: I use it to feel bad about myself.
1: Jesus! <laughs> Christ. Oh, cold open was written by oh, Patton, yes. Gates and Seidel. The monologue was written by Dicenzo and Nordwind. Why do you like it? Was written by Dicenzo, Nordwind, and Feynman. Oh,
0: okay. Wow.
1: All right. So the whole writing. thing was just
0: yeah, okay. Now I see. Right? I see. Yeah, <laughs>
1: this makes more sense. Um, yeah, and Chris Red just continually going pass. Nice. <laughs> That was fucking great, too. It wasn't, like, a groundbreaking sketch. We've seen it before, but everybody in it was just bringing something a little extra zesty.
0: Yeah, it was fun. Um, And I was really excited about the next sketch just because I love HGTV uh, and their programming.
1: I fall asleep to house hunters and, like, international house hunters all the fucking time. Also, tiny house hunters... Like, fuck yeah! I could never live in a tiny house. The least I can do. This is well, it's not the smallest apartment I've ever lived in. That was the third floor illegal attic that we lived in, and I don't oh, know yeah. we saw. But no, I never yeah, saw it that. Us. It's it's better that way. Um, <laughs> if that was probably like 250, 300 square feet max. But I want to say it was in the 2 to 250 range. Um, yeah, no, I'm in 750 now, and I'm like, ugh, it's a little tight. So... Yeah. Couldn't do I don't know what I'm in right now. This was written by Seidel and Day, which, Mikey Day having a hand in this also makes sense.
0: Definitely. Um, yeah, so, the couple, and this was Heidi Gardner and James Austin Johnson, with Kate McKinnon playing the mom, um... And, you know, they're all pretty great characters, but I felt like a lot of the sketch was just, like, the same joke over and over and over.
1: It was. Um, that being said, every time they made a joke, it just got compl- it got worse. Like, it starts off with, like, okay, there are clearly no boundaries between the son and his mother. Um, yeah, Skinny Minnie opened her legs and gave it away. And, uh... She doesn't. Kate, both of these lines were said by Kate McKinnon, of course. She doesn't want any perverts and tuggers looking at her in the bathroom. This is a gorgeous looking house. Like, pre. Pre B or Bev or whatever her fucking name. B, was. I think. B, okay, yeah. Um, Yeah, no, it was a gorgeous looking house before she got her paws on it. Paws, haha. Ha, ha. no, the. At the end, when Kate McKinnon was egging on James Austin Johnson, and she's like, hit her. Hit her. And he's like, raising his hand and fighting against it, and Heidi Gardner being like, are you actually thinking about it? That it was, yeah. The sketch- love.
0: Yeah, love Heidi Gardner. Yes, Always. Uh, we had the Cabaret Reunion sketch come up next. A lot of singing. And
1: I don't even mind it. Yes, fine, I get it. Like, Jake Gyllenhaal has this musical love, or he has love for Broadway, or what the fuck ever. (laughs) Nothing he did last night got anywhere near him singing, I think it's, um, is it Defying Gravity from Wicked?
0: i don't am not quite i don't know okay um, honestly like, do not know
1: <laughs> he was oh in the air and he's like you can you don't have to use the bag was, he was in the it was Laguardia sushi
0: oh airport sushi
1: airport sushi yes <laughs> he was in that because he was in sack lunch bunch
0: oh my god yes yeah. and so like, oh the, yes i forgot uh, about that
1: and you know that I enjoy security. Like <laughs> you can reach way up in my cavities. And it oh was my like, God. what the fuck? Why is Jake Gyllenhaal flying and talking about getting assaulted by TSA? Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of singing. And this was just, I feel like we've seen, again. There was a lot of stuff tonight that we've seen before, and this was just, like, an updated version. And I'm happy that Jake Gyllenhaal had fun. He said he was back to the fun part of his career, and he just wanted to enjoy, and that's why he's back at SNL. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Fine. I'll give you props for that. Like, whatever. You want to have fun, you want to host SNL, great. But I've seen this sketch probably half a dozen, if not a dozen times.
0: Yeah, I did enjoy, of course, Bonyang's. Yang had two lines in this that I loved. Uh, the Grammys of weed line, first of all, great, and then also the one about <laughs> never having dried chicken. I don't remember the line at all, but I yeah. sure remember loving it.
1: <laughs> no God, there was something about I hated Hamilton before it was cool, and I was like, Oh my like, God, my yes. God. <laughs> Nothing makes me feel older than the fact that I literally have ridden the entire Hamilton crest. Like, (laughs) I remember when it was in previews, I remember when it debuted, I remember being absolutely fucking obsessed... I remember it winning the Tonys, and now everyone's kind of like, yeah, fuck Lin-Manuel. And I'm like, okay, maybe he just needs to take a few years off and go write his next musical, preferably with Aaron Sarkin.
0: Whoa. He definitely needs to take some time off or something. I don't know. I think Disney is not doing good stuff for his career.
1: No, it isn't. He needs to go back to- di- I mean, yes, I know he has young kids, but he's done the Disney thing, and I know he wants the Oscar, and the only way he's going to get the Oscar is for Best Song. Fucking write a song for a different movie, you motherfucker. Like, stop yeah. writing songs for Disney. It's just not... Although, he has The Little Mermaid coming up, and apparently it was not going well. And then they brought in... Who who did the fucking music?
0: Alan Menken? Um, Menken, yeah. Oh he's my not God. dead, is he? No, he's not no. dead, but his partner, his songwriting partner, Howard Ashman, died okay. during Beauty and the Beast Fuck. production.
1: Oh, I knew about that. I, okay, this yeah. is, yes. Um, but apparently they had to bring Alan Menken in to help Lin-Manuel with Little Mermaid stuff because apparently everything he was coming up with was just fucking terrible. Damn. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a flop. The live-action Disney movies always suck.
0: They do they always suck. Them.
1: Like, why?
0: They, make, they must make so much money, and it's probably so easy. Um, so. But I hate them so much. Like. Well, oh, God.
1: <laughs> like anyway yeah so cabaret night i don't know also Oof. jake gyllenhaal issue he, he issued the line nope he uttered the <laughs> line when i pump inside a lady oh comes out, and i'm like i am sorry that any goodwill you may have built up over the past however many sketches just completely went the fuck away like what the fuck was that
0: yeah like, yak town to make... central well Gross. basically
1: and it's like sir Okay, you're 40-something, and you're not married, and you don't have kids. Like, saying things like that is what solidifies the fact that you're probably gay, if not bi. Uh, And the whole Taylor Swift thing was a beard. So, you know.
0: Well, of course, because it was Taylor Swift. But anyways...
1: (laughs) After we're done recording, I need two minutes of your time for Taylor Swift Corner.
0: Okay, duh. Um... Oh, another song sketch, which was, um, like, like they, they were all singing. Yeah, they were all in their little the flower costumes, and they were singing. Um, but I don't think the whole thing was a song. I don't
1: remember them singing.
0: I think yeah, it began yeah, as a song sketch.
1: Okay. Um, Cabaret was written by Gates and Yim, and Spring Flowers was written by Sublet, Jost, Gates, and Yim. Celestia is all over this episode um so yeah Keenan was the gardener we had Jake Gyllenhaal Sarah Sherman Cecily Strong and Chris Red as flowers Kyle Mooney as a weed Bowen Yang is a bee who was humping everybody and I can't remember who it was but he was humping one of them and he was like shut up I'm close and I fucking I almost spit my drink out like I was like oh my god I yeah I yeah, think, f- assuming all continues, season fifty is gonna be fucking lit. Did you watch SNL when season forty happened, or was that before you watched?
0: I don't. Mm, let me think about this for a minute. Well, probably a little bit, yeah, but not that much.
1: Okay. Like okay. I wasn't like I, you know just, weekly. It was fucking. It was wild. It was, <laughs> and then they had like the. They had a three-hour 40th anniversary special, and NBC, upon seeing what they had planned, said, here, take another half hour. No way. It's in their best interest. People are going to watch. Yeah, uh, and then a dog, a cute little pug, peed on them.
0: (laughs) Very cute little pug. Um, I felt like Chris Red really carried this sketch, I mean, Chris has been doing a lot.
1: Hundred percent.
0: When's this whole episode?
1: Yeah, he has. I mean, he's been doing a lot this season. This is his yeah. good season.
0: It really um, is.
1: Yeah, him just. When's it gonna be my turn? And he's just like <laughs> super into everything like kinky in this sketch. This is a very kinky episode. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we then go on to Chucky, which was a pre-tape with Sarah Sherman as Chucky.
0: I liked the CGI Chucky. I thought it was the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. It was fucking
1: terrifying. And it was perfect. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was great. Um, a little bit thrown by this first second they're turning into a sketch about gender-neutral bathrooms. Um, but it, it was overall... Just crazy. Oh, Unhinged.
1: Um, yeah, it was definitely Unhinged, and this was written by Sarah Sherman and Dan Bulla. Um Bonus points if I remember your first name, writers. Woohoo! Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's, they're only listed as last names on Twitter, so. um <laughs> Yeah, no, this is Ego Notum, Chloe Feynman, Melissa Via who was in like three sketches tonight, good for her. Yeah. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal Hall and AD Bryant as the coworker that everyone hates, and she's like eating fish. Like tuna yeah, fucking fish. tuna. Oh. Yeah, anyway. Um please take Cam- Camila Cabello.
0: Yeah, honestly, don't have much to say about this. Um yeah, costumes were great, fun, but I was just kind of looking forward to Weekend Update.
1: Yeah, um, it was very neon. It was very, it felt like 90s. Also, kind of felt kids bop <laughs> To be fair, I had not heard this song until Friday, at which point my current supervisor, excuse me, um, rolled into my office and he's like, have you heard Camila Cabello's new song? And I'm like, no... And he's like, I'm pretty sure the chorus is bam, 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 bam. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what now? Um, and so, yeah, I listened to it and I was like, okay, this is a little silly. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm just not. And I've, I've seen her uh, open for Taylor Swift twice on the Reputation Tour and it was a good performance. Last night was not good. Those were not good performances. You know it's bad when your special guest, Willow, second performance, is, like, doing circles around you on stage. Like, why can't we have Willow as a musical musical guest? Or fuck, Machine Gun Kelly and Willow, because, you know, I'm a slut for Machine Gun Kelly, I guess? (laughs) But, yeah. (sighs) Not my thing.
0: Um, We can update... I felt like I had kind of a slow start, but mm-hmm. then they got into it and I was laughing my ass off when they cut to the picture of uh, Che and Joe's hosting the Emmys while talking about making Will Smith host the Oscars, which honestly, that is a better fitting punishment.
1: That, that would be a better punishment. And people are like, oh, he needs to give back his Oscar in order for this to mean anything. Fuck you. How about <laughs> fucking Harvey Weinstein, Robin Polanski, and Woody Allen give their Oscars back? And that pains me to say, because Midnight in Paris, the fucking Woody Allen won, the, it was, I think, his second Oscar or some shit like that. He won Best Original Screenplay for it. I love that movie. <laughs> you can't tell anyone that you like Woody Allen movies anymore. <laughs> Here's Mitch McConnell, and the Mitch McConnell jabs that whenever they put his picture up there, just the random one-liners, you know there's, like, a list of, like, 30 things that they just pull off of because they do this every few weeks. It's not like they're just saying, oh, hey, Mitch McConnell, like, they're saying, okay, we have a Mitch McConnell headline, let's pull out the list. Which one? Yeah, seen watching the Oscars in memoriam segment, and he's doing this little turtle smile.
0: I mean, the In Memoriam segment, from what I heard, was actually kind of a little bit zany.
1: Oh, it slapped this year. It was great. It was like crazy. A cele- it was a celebration of like life and movies, and it had like people doing like speaking tributes. So like Bill Murray did one to oh, the Ghostbusters director, Reit- Reitman, uh. Reitman. And he was like, well, he escaped Czechoslovakia when he was a toddler. His parents hid him under the floorboards of a boat, and he came to America, and he made some really great movies. I had the pleasure of knowing him. He was a great man, and now his kids make really great movies. And like, it was just like, yeah, so then uh, Jamie Lee Curtis did one for Betty White, and she had a puppy licking her face.
0: Oh. Yeah. Speaking of Jamie Lee Curtis, I saw everything everywhere all at once last night in the movie theater. And huh. it was great.
1: I don't even... I don't know what that movie... It, it, it I don't know what that movie is. I have not been to a movie in... Fuck, I want to say, like, last September?
0: <laughs> yeah, this was the second movie I've been to in, like, about a month. I'm going ah. wild out here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've always wanted to, like, Because jo- Alamo has, like...
0: That's where I went package. last night. Oh,
1: my God. Alamo is my fucking favorite.
0: Yeah, yeah that was great.
1: Trivia... You can order the beer at the, the bar, thing. you can order your food, and then they bring it to you, and it's like, okay, when I was, I mean, even, I mean, you remember movies, movie theaters prior to the bougie-fication of them. But <laughs> it's like, if you wanted to see a movie, oh god, this is really gonna date myself, you had to look in the paper to see what times and what was oh my playing, god. <laughs> but after a while, that just became Google, but... You went and you sat in an uncomfortable chair for an hour and a half to two and a half hours. And that was the only way you could see movies. And now it's like, I can see them in my bed. I can go to an Alamo and I can sit in a recliner and eat fucking delicious popcorn and stupid, crazy appetizers. So yeah, going to the movies is much more of, of an event now. So I do it less, but when I go, I do it the fuck up.
0: Yeah, I want to keep going. I'm, I'm on a roll now. Um, the shit ahead. is addicting.
1: <laughs> it's so... The movies are so addicting. Also, do you listen to Uh Yeah, sometimes. Okay, shout out to the Uh They're amazing. Feminist movie reviews and analysis. Um, they did an episode on the Nicole Kidman AMC commercial. Oh my god. And I don't know if you have seen this commercial... But it is the craziest fucking thing, and, like, apparently people are going to AMC theaters with, like, the script of the Nicole Kidman thing, and they pass it out, and people, like, read it along. Like, it's become, like, this fucking Nicole Kidman is somehow cool again, even though being the Ricardo sucked, and that pains me as an Aaron Sorkin fangirl, but (laughs) you can't make a TV show about one of the funniest women in, like, all of history. And a badass woman. And have it not be funny. And Aaron Sorkin not being funny is really hard to do. Alright. Sad. Let's keep going Weekend Update. A fox bit a congressman. It had rabies and it got it from Marjorie Taylor Greene. I giggled. Um, Secret Service wouldn't allow Trump to join January 6th. And he's like, well, the other thing that wouldn't let him join was the stairs. And I laughed at that. Um... Uh, Michael Che singing Tragically Suspicious about the Lucky Charms (laughs) sickness outbreak. (laughs) It 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 was so cute.
0: Um, I don't know what it was in reference to, but somebody made a line, made a line, somebody had a line about uh, missing a legend, no, missing an opportunity for a legendary G.I. Jane joke. Um, And that was actually pretty good.
1: Yeah, it was... uh, Volodymyr Zelensky, the president. No, my God!
0: Was, <laughs> it made, was that he speech.
1: He made a speech at the Grammys, and it was a really heartfelt speech. But he missed the opportunity to just go. I was, I was giggling. Also, God, the shit that's I, I have had to stay off of Twitter and off of Reddit because the shit that is coming out of Ukraine the past week is just fucking devastating.
0: We live in hell. Absolutely.
1: And then we had trend forecasters, AD and Bowen, which was written by Alison Gates and Celeste Yim. This is okay.
0: Yeah, it's a fun, goofy, you know, but I don't know. First of all, I've seen real trend forecasters on TikTok and they do not look like that.
1: (laughs) Uh Uh-uh, no. That we were robbed of Andrew Dismukes and John Higgins on Update for trend forecasters. I'm sorry, what the fuck? SNL it has not been released at the time of recording, which is Sunday night. Um but good for we us. post shit, late sometimes. I've already posted two, right? I know, we're recording <laughs> early this week. Although my ass like needs to finish the mixing on the other episodes and like, you know, so we can actually post something for the first time in oh, I don't know, a month. Sorry guys. <laughs> It's honestly, it's been really weird, and just as we were, just as I was getting back into the swing of things, the whole Teresa thing happened, and it yeah. just knocked me off my fucking, that, it, it, it was just like, well, I, I guess I'm just, like, doing what it takes to get through the next few days.
0: Yeah. Um, Which is eat a lot of food.
1: Eat a lot of food. In terms of last night, drink a lot of booze. I had stopped drinking for a bit, and I'm planning on going back to not drinking, because I like the fact that I'm not all bloaty and gross, because drinking sucks. Um, <laughs> I, well, I mean, and as I told you, I drink a lot when I move. Like, not when I'm oh, yeah. or moving. <laughs> but like, it's just, like, a stressful process, and when you're unpacking or packing, it helps to have a bit of a, like, it takes the edge off. But I've always drank a lot around moves, and so now I'm back on my not really drinking a lot, but... Last night, hoo boy, you saw my toe. Oh
0: gosh. Although I thoroughly
1: mocked in the post-show chat last night, (laughs) because I can't remember what we were talking about, but it was something about injuring ourselves very easily, and I was like, yeah, I uh, (sighs) tried to brace myself on a VR ping pong table, took a header, hit my chin, knee, and toe... And uh, don't Oculus drunk guys, and they were all fucking screaming, laughing. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah.
0: Oculus, that I I never considered that to be something that could happen while playing an Oculus, but now I'm terrified to use one.
1: Okay, well, and staff. To be fair, if I had not been drunk, it probably wouldn't have happened because I probably would have been like, Gilda, you're wearing a mm-hmm. virtual reality headset. That table isn't real. But I was playing a very vigorous round of ping pong, and I was like, Ooh, I need to take a break. And then I was ass over tea kettle to the floor. So, you know, um, shit happens, but the next time you're out, I'm totally going to steal it from work so you can try it. Oh, because shit. You sit down and play it. It's totally fine.
0: <laughs> I need to do that.
1: Yeah. So, that was all I had to say for Weekend Update. It was good, but it was Weekend Update.
0: Yes. Naturally. Um, the next segment was called Lights Camera A Chew, hosted by Cecily Strong. Um, and uh, the star of this sketch was Jake Gyllenhaal's Hall's character filming this movie while having what tuberculosis, um, spraying blood and droplets everywhere. Uh
1: so gross.
0: Yeah quite I disgusting see. to see
1: yeah and then so we're talking about this again last night but like we're talking about this and one of the struggles girls was like yeah i was coughing up blood like six months ago and we're all like i'm sorry what if you start oh, coughing up blood you need to go to the hospital like that means your lungs are fucked so i yelled at that i yelled at her for a bit because i was like god damn it we don't cough up blood in 2022 we go to the er <laughs>
0: I feel like I've coughed up blood before, but I don't know. Not, not like, a crazy amount.
1: No, not like this, for sure. This is, like, a fucking garden hose spray worth. Yes, I think I've coughed up blood, too. I was young, and I think I had pneumonia. And I was on medicine, oh, and shit. it stopped. Like, I'm still here, so clearly I'm fine. Am I, though? Um, <laughs> throwback to last week. If you have to ask, are you? Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It was, uh, yeah, and it was, oh, you ready for round two? And Kaden Thompson's like, round two? You slept with patient zero over here? It was, <laughs> it was funny, and then it turns out that's his daughter? Yeah. That was weird. He's like, my white daughter? And I'm like, wait, what? What did That I was miss? a
0: lot. <laughs> so much. Um, and then the next sketch, also quite a lot. Uh, this is couples therapy with Jake Hall and Melissa Villasenor seeking counsel from Punky Johnson playing, like, the therapist whose partner is Ego Wodum. Um, and it was great to see Punky, like, carry a sketch. Don't get to that often enough.
1: We do not. But, I mean, this is, what, her second year? Yeah. So, I am And I think she's pregnant. Do we think she is?
0: I mean, looking at, like, the first thing she did when she sat down was just, like, arrange her little jacket thing. What do you call it? Like, a cardigan? I don't know what that's called. Um,
1: (laughs) Or, like, a a suit jacket. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I don't know. I honestly, I completely forgot to look last night because I haven't been able to tell the past few times that I've seen her on screens. Hard to say. Yeah. Um, I also want to say that Tombstone was... Do you have any guesses as to who wrote Tombstone? Oh, this is a new fun
0: game. Oh, that is a new fun game. I'm guessing Andrew Dismukes... No, no, actually no. Just because he was in it. Silly me. Uh... No,
1: but yeah, you can... Okay, I almost said Camila Cabello.
0: Um, wrote it yeah
1: no, um, <laughs> that, that no, was no, so was her say, uh, no but like uh, what's what's her fucking face uh, Chloe Feidman she wrote something she was in earlier why do you like it so yeah um, no so any final guesses
0: <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so
1: <laughs> okay this tombstone was written by Jost Che Baker and please don't destroy.
0: Goddamn. Right? <laughs> Holy shit, okay. Yeah,
1: all right. So it's like, I mean, PDD did kind of make the show last night, so that's good. If yeah. You it. Um, but yeah, so sorry. And then um, Counselor was written by Silva Baker in English.
0: Oh, Alex English. Yes. I love him. Um Yeah. And you could see his influence here, because Punky played a gay character. Um, And
1: okay, like, amazing. 20 years ago, I would not have been doing gay character sketch comedy. Like, the gay character was the punchline 20 years ago.
0: Basically.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, A lot of wet
0: jokes, naturally.
1: Yep, all wet jokes. It was a lot. Stop chewing on my fucking finger, you dipshit. Um, And then we had another Camila Cabello performance. Uh, Willow fucking nailed this. I don't know what they performed. Was it like Psycho Freak or? Yes. That's what it's called? Jesus Christ. That's
0: exactly what it's called. Wow,
1: okay. I literally, I was like, I remember a P. I remember like a K and an F. I'm just gonna say the two words that I think, yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Camila Cabello looked like an unwound VHS tape or cassette tape or something. Like, what the fuck was that outfit?
0: I don't know what was going on there. It was unsettling. Uncanny Valley, honestly.
1: ah, It it made me very uncomfortable. And then, like, after the blinds of the past couple weeks, and, like, there have been a couple that are like, oh, she was was saying she wasn't going to be the musical guest if she couldn't do host and musical duty. And I'm like, girl, who do you think you are? This is it, baby. Like, if you don't have a good (laughs) album, you're fucked. Um... (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, um, we went into the ten to one, which was uh, truck stop, and this was written by Okane. Oh, do you want to get well? Okane Bullis, Stephen, and Dismukes. I think we could have guessed that Andrew Dismukes had a, had a role in this.
0: Yeah. yeah this, was Dismukes-y. this. Yeah. CD of songs about where you pee. <laughs>
1: Where you pee, ghost trucker, um, <laughs> what else was there? There was one about a hitchhiker, it ended up being El Chapo, portrayed by Melissa Villasenor, which was fucking hilarious. Um, and, can, can you see that chaos behind Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so yeah, um, truckers and I don't know. I, it was okay, but it was just another excuse for Jake Gyllenhaal and Cecily Strong to sing together. So
0: basically, like,
1: we'd already seen this like three times tonight. I feel like it yeah. was cut. I feel like maybe we could have lost one of those.
0: At least one. It was just it was a song heavy episode, and I'm I was not really expecting that.
1: I wasn't expecting it. I knew we were going to get like a song like because just because but I was not expecting it and it wasn't I don't know normally I like the musical sketches but not last night. I was surprisingly disappointed by last night's episode.
0: Yeah me too and I think you could tell in the audience like people weren't laughing all that often. Oh no,
1: they weren't. I rewatched it today. Cause I've taken two baths in the past two days. It's been amazing. Do you see that mm-hmm. fucking tail above my head? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Out oh, mm-hmm. of container now. Um. Yeah. No. I watched again, and I was like, "Wow. Th- that was something that I noted was there was like a distinct lack of laughter."
0: Yeah. It. I don't know. Not even just a tough crowd. Like just a tough, tough set of sketches in that episode.
1: Yeah. Um, and then we had two cut for times. Uh, well, okay, we had a cut for time and a cut it dress, but there were actually three cut it dress, but only one that we've gotten to see. So, we had Serious Night Live, which was a pre-tape with Kyle Mooney, and it was a dramatization of Saturday Night Live. Do you see, like, okay. Oh my god. This <laughs> is... Please, talk about this while I remove felines from my studio. <laughs>
0: um, so, Serious Night Live with Kyle Mooney and Michael Che. This was quite the meta uh, sketch, and I did kind of enjoy that aspect of it. And parts of it were actually really funny, like the fact that he got like real drugs for his prop drugs, um, and used his own money to like pay for this and paid for. Who do you, I think we paid for? Che like to like that was the the. Like, oh my god! I just need to cut that because I am a bit too high for this. Um.
1: You're fine. You just watched me throw cats across a closet. So, <laughs> all right, oh. cats,
0: slinging, co- slinging cats, slinging cats. <laughs> slinging cats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um
1: was okay, it was Kyle Mooney. It was apparently a two parter that was split at dress, so like the first part aired early, and then much like early s n l it was like a recurring bit later than yeah, um yeah, I don't know it's just it it wasn't my thing. it was just like bad acting on purpose. <laughs> um, basically, and then there was dinner with the Dean, which was out it was written by. Kent Sublette, Alison Gates, and Celestium.
0: Yeah, this didn't really surprise me too much, although I did love... I was actually reeling at uh, the the Beige College choice.
1: (laughs) That was absolutely hilarious. Um... Yeah, it was just a very confused Chloe Feynman and Andrew Dismukes and Cecily Strong and Jake Gyllenhaal arguing about why they can't have children and it's his painting, which is just like memes of dogs. And it was just an excuse for like Cecily Strong and Jake Gyllenhaal to be very very over the top. I can see why it was cut.
0: Yeah, and just a bunch of really silly paintings. Yeah. My favorite was the the pug, Yoda. But... Funny. yeah still kind of crazy.
1: What was your nope of the night?
0: This is pretty tough because, honestly, yeah. It's like, what's what's my top nope? Um, I don't know. I guess I'm going to have to go with, uh... Shit. Um... Ah, shit. Maybe the cabaret. I don't know. Yeah, like... Yeah, that that was probably the worst. Yeah.
1: It was just, like... For me. Why are we here? Why are we doing this? Yeah. Um, No, I agree. That was my note of the night as well. Um, What was your runner-up?
0: My runner-up? Shoot. (laughs) Um, Oh, man. Well, I think... Uh shit. This was a tough episode. Uh, I huh? hate to say it. Maybe even runner. Mm. Oh no, this is hard. This is this is I, not you good. Can have, like, an, I know,
1: yeah, you can
0: mention mm-hmm. a few. It's not like you know, No, I can't find a few. Oh, okay. <laughs> um what was yours? I need, I I need to phone a friend, honestly.
1: (laughs) Okay, phoning a friend, uh, my runner-up was Why Do You Like It? Uh.
0: Okay, that was almost mine.
1: While, and it was a runner-up because it was a repeat, and, like, we've seen stuff like this before, but everybody's performances in it were just great, and that was, that made it worth it for me, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it did have me laughing, um, but my top attraction of the night was Weekend Update.
1: Okay. Um, Mine was uh, HGTV, the house cousins, or property cousins, or whatever the fuck they were. Oh, yeah. That yeah. made me laugh so much. And just Kate McKinnon being just, like, absolutely nasty. <laughs> and it being something that I've kind of seen on, like, HGTV before where it's like they're buying a house but his mother has opinions and it's like oh god and then you know I continue to watch it because what else are you gonna do um yeah (laughs) but yeah that was it for a surprisingly mediocre episode of Saturday Night Live um yeah, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to, like, subscribe, rate, and review. Um, we have a website, satnighthighpod.com, and our Gmail is satnighthighpod.
0: And we're on social media, at satnighthighpod. Night is spelled N-I-T-E on Twitter, but we're also on YouTube and Reddit and Facebook. And we have a website, satnighthypod.com
1: Yes. Did I mess that up? Sorry. Um,
0: no, no. Did I mess something up? Did you no, say? I, I thought I already you said say? that. But don't worry about At it. I think it's the Gmail. Um, I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't um, know.
1: I, I, honestly, I have no fucking idea. So, um, it's been a week, and we will mm-hmm. see you all next week with the season forty-seven, episode eighteen, where Lizzo pulls double duty.
0: Fuck yes! Until then. Uh, I'm Steph. Happy
1: highs. I'm Gilda. Happy highs. (laughs) (laughs) Too high for the shit.